Behind the Herald Headlines with Darren Mann. Behind the Herald Headlines returning first edition for 2023. Happy New Year, everyone. By all accounts, the past holiday season has been good for business and tourism in particular around Nelson Mandela Bay. To reflect on those issues and a few of the challenges we still face as well, the Chief Executive Officer of Nelson Mandela Bay Business Chamber, Denise Van Aistien. Denise, I know we're still in the process of collecting all the figures and the final numbers aren't in, but by many accounts, it was a successful holiday season for business and tourism in our metro. Yes, and by all indications, when I speak to businesses in the tourism and, and retail and related sectors, they had a, a very uh, pleasing December. Um, you know, it, it, I think it comes off the base, obviously, of, um, you know, if you compare it to the previous few years where we were impacted by COVID, it's yes. a low base that we've come off. But things, I think, hum more than people expected. The figures are substantially up. We don't, as you said, we don't have those numbers yet. Um, and a lot of this, lot of successes were achieved, and I think one of them that we should uh, mention is the safety sector initiative on the beachfront. Um, that ensured that there were no incidents, and that's something we'd like to see being an ongoing best practice that's instituted because uh, safety is obviously key for tourists. And then the other area um, I'd like to highlight as well is the um, the beaches that were kept clean. Um, a lot of people commented on cleanliness and. Also, how quickly after New Year the, the areas were cleaned up. Yes, yes, um, I, I noticed that as well. It certainly was a big plus. Yes, yeah. I mean, I actually, um, over the holidays, I visited my brother in Germany and I was actually shocked to see in Berlin all the litter that they had, especially after New Year and the extent of it. And, you know, so yeah. then you think of our own beachfront and how we complain. And sometimes the grass isn't always greener on the other side. Absolutely. Now, as you mentioned, the, the beachfront uh, can I call it the Golden Mile? It's often been targeted by criminals in the past, but as you said, no serious incidents reported this holiday season or even life-threatening events. So a safer beachfront is a boon for business and for tourism. I also see that allied to that, the boardwalk, the new complex, attracted more than a million people, they tell us. Yes, I actually spoke to them yesterday and the mall in particular did very well and then they also had more events taking place again. So I think events are obviously key. key. Um, you know, there was also maybe on, on the negative side, there was a lack of um, activities for children in order to attract families where apparently in Jeffrey's Bay they had an awesome holiday program. So that's something we probably we need to work more at. And I think something that's also very encouraging is that we've seen the return of, of major sporting events. You know, we've got the Sunrisers playing at the moment, and then there's also the Women's T20 World Cup coming up. So I think we need to really work hard as a, a metro in terms of attracting um, especially sporting events and, you know, getting the basics in place. If we can keep the the areas uh, clean and, and we can keep the safety where it needs to be, um, I think that will make a big difference. I get the sense that international visitors were key to this boost to tourism and the hospitality industry over the past holiday season. Mm-hmm. Would you agree? And what is the secret? How did we attract more and how do we continue to attract more of those international visitors? Yes, I think we have started to see the return of international visitors, obviously nowhere near the levels where they used to be. But if you talk to the game reserves, for example, um, they've started to, to see international tourists come back. Um, but one of the big complaints we get is the lack of um, flights 
into our city. Um, and, uh, you know, you've got airlines that don't, that no longer exist. And then we also further marginalize when people fly in from other countries to Joburg or Cape Town and need to get to our metro. So we'd like to see more um, flights coming in and out of the city. Um, that would be key. Um, but, but obviously we need to also create reasons why people need to come here and make it an environment that um, is very beneficial. And we have a lot of advantages because we're malaria-free. Um, we the, the beginning or the end of the garden route, whichever way you want to see it. Um, but those, those kind of areas we, we need to promote. Do we still have question marks around political leadership in the city? Uh, there have been coalitions uh, putting various mayors in charge over the course of the past couple of years. And that sometimes does lead to a little bit of uncertainty. Is that still a danger? Look, I think in the last few months, um, we've definitely seen an improvement. Um, and uh, the examples are highlighted in terms of cleanliness of the beachfront and the, the safety sector initiative were, were really encouraging. But political instability remains a major concern for us as business. Um, you know, we can't keep having coalitions changing and also political parties putting their own personal interests ahead of those of the, the people of, of the metro and our local economy. So I think in terms of our New Year's wishes for this year, I think political stability would be number one on that list because once you've got political stability, you can get economic stability in place. And Denise, I would have to ask you about the water situation. It never seems to have been quite as dire as it is now, despite us having had seven years or so of, of drought. Any thoughts on how we're going to deal with that in the coming year? Look, I think the water crisis is going to continue to be a major challenge for us here in Nelson Mandela Bay. We've all seen that dam levels, I think, are now around 14.8% and under 10% is, is usable. And and somehow, I think we, we fall into the trap. You know, we, we have this crisis and then it gets to very serious levels and then somehow we manage to avert it and then people revert back to their old behaviours and then we get back into it again. But I think we, as citizens of this metro, we we need to accept that um, water shortages are going to be an ongoing fact of life. Um, we, we will, um, I, I don't know, you've obviously been following um, Garth Sampson, the weather guru. Yes, yes. Now we, at some point we'll also have flooding, which I don't think um, our city is prepared for in terms of our infrastructure. So I think there's a lot we need to do around um, water, electricity and sanitation infrastructure and also simple things like cleaning the drains. So if there are heavy drains, heavy rains, then we can um, make sure the, the water flows. And then also in terms of, of periods of drought, like we're experiencing now, there needs to be a strong focus on um, fixing leaks, which are still unacceptably high, and maintaining that infrastructure. The other big challenge, of course, which we don't seem to be able to do anything about, is a reliable and continuous electricity supply. I see Eskom have instituted stage six every evening now for the foreseeable future. That hits business, small, big and intermediate in a big, big way. Yeah, look, it's very alarming um, and it's clear that electricity is going to be a major, major challenge for business, for our economy this year. It's going to, last year was tough. This year is probably going to be tougher. Um, and we, we really got a lot of that is out of our control in terms of the national energy challenge, but there's a lot within our control as well. So what we've done as the chamber is we've set up a renewable energy cluster where we've grouped together 23 of the highest energy users 
Metropolitans in um, in the Metro, and we're busy working on a solution um, which would also help to eliminate at least at least uh, one or two levels of load shedding um, once that's in place. I think it's sometime around. 2025 um, that that will be in play. Um, that's just one of the initiatives, but we're also looking at solutions where um, and we've already got some manufacturers involved where we have 24 hours of continuous load shedding rather than on, off, on, off all the time because that's not sustainable especially for those involved in heavy manufacturing where it takes a long time to restart the operations and the losses are significant every time when you switch on and off. So there, there are, there's a lot that we're going to be doing in the electricity space, but we also need electricity to be sustainable um, from a financial perspective in this metro. So we're also going to be putting a lot of pressure on the municipality to, uh, to undertake initiatives to improve that. Appreciate your time. She's the Chief Executive Officer of Nelson Mandela Bay Business Chamber. Denise Van Hastien joining us on Behind the Herald Headlines with Darren Mann. Have a good day, Denise. Thank you so much, Darren, and everything of the best for the year for you. That was today's edition of Behind the Herald Headlines with Darren Mann.